The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association calling on the federal and provincial governments to conduct a pricing investigation to address the significant imbalance in cattle and beef pricing markets. President Garner Diabald saying that although each industry sector has its own frustrations, they agree that price transparency and discovery, packer capacity and the pricing spread are among their biggest joint concerns. The severe drought across the prairies has impacted the beef industry. Grass continues to be scarce in several regions, and feed grain and forage prices have doubled from two years ago. The stock growers say ranchers and feedlots are operating at a loss, forcing many ag businesses to make the difficult decision to reduce their cattle numbers or even exit the business. We'll have more for you on that tomorrow. The CN Rail strike is set to end tomorrow. Signal and communication workers are set to return to their jobs at 7 a.m. on Wednesday, ending their 17-day strike. The 750 workers are represented by the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers and install and maintain signals and trackside equipment, including the warning systems at railroad highway crossings. The two sides agreed to binding arbitration, bringing the strike to an end. Well, rainfall across the province has been mixed over the last few days. Agrometeorologist Drew Lerner with World Weather Inc. says we can expect some shower activity to continue. I would say by tomorrow morning at dawn, we're probably going to see coverage of around 50 or 60 percent. But a lot of the precipitation is not likely to have a lot of meaning. We will, though, look for totals running from 3 to around 13 millimeters, with local totals as great as 19 to 20 millimeters. Now, the greatest precipitation is going to be very random. I would think that uh, the area extending from Lake Diefenbaker over towards the Yorkton and Melville area may be one area that's favored. Another might be in the fall northwest corner of the province. Parts of the southwest and western side of the province have been seeing some moisture, but many producers saying they would like to see more. The southwest and western side, of course, the driest part of the province. Shannon Chant is a crops extension specialist out of the Swift Current Regional Office, one of the drier areas. She says crop development in the region is quite varied. So there's kind of some canola's flowering, some canola's fairly small. Um, I've seen some cereal heads out already and then some at flag leaf. So just some variability um, as well. Like peas have uh, started flowering, uh, lentils should be soon. So, but again, it's a bit variable just because of the, their start. And moisture conditions have been variable across the southwest too. She notes producers are talking about grasshoppers. And while they may be small right now, they are still causing some damage. However, the biggest issue, of course, has been the drier conditions and the gopher damage that resulted in some reseeding of canola and mustard fields. Well, the canola industry is welcoming the release of the unofficial final clean fuel regulations and its recognition of canola's potential to reduce greenhouse gas emissions as a low-carbon feedstock for biofuels. Chris Vervate is the executive director of the Canadian Oilseed Processors Association. After almost six years of development of this regulation, uh, the canola industry is pleased to see that it's uh, nearing completion or is 
essentially complete with these unofficial regulations being published. And we really feel that the regulations, uh, as time marches on and they are implemented, that they will provide a strong demand signal for canola's utilization in the Canadian biofuel market. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.